Welcome to the Proven Not Perfect podcast, episode number four. Today, I'm going to talk to my mamas. If you are familiar with the Proven Not Perfect uh, book that is available on Amazon, Goodreads, any outlet that you choose to purchase your books, uh, please, please, if you haven't done so, do so, because I think it'll give you a lot of context, not only about the basis of what this podcast is built upon, but a little bit about me, um, my background, my experience, and quite frankly, my vantage point. The whole premise of Proven Not Perfect is about a mom who is grounded in her values, integrity, beliefs. Um, For me, uh, that is Christian. Um, And, you know, I am also completely consumed with this quest of being perfect in my corporate career, uh, growing up the ladder in, uh, as a corporate executive in my uh, wife career, um, getting it right and getting it wrong and figuring out how to blend all of what became individual me um, into a neat one um, that is the union of my husband and I. Um, I'm a community leader, a person who feels that it's my responsibility to not just be in a community, but to serve in community. Um, And so no matter what community God has blessed my family to be in, um, and he's blessed us to be in a few of them, we find a way to identify where the work is for the Powell family to do. And that's what we do. Um, I'm so many things. I'm all those things. I am me. I'm daughter, wife, um, I'm a sister, sister-in-law, mommy, um, auntie, nanny, all the things, right? And so many of you are too. So today, today's podcast is going to really pivot heavy toward the mamas and pivot, pivot heavy toward anyone that is a nurturer. So I am very well aware that some of us play the traditional role of mommy. Some of us have inherited that role and were actually grandmommies. Some of us are aunties, sisters, nannies, cousins, but we all have something in common. And that is there is a littler being, can I say that right? A littler being who we uh, take responsibility for. We have space for them. We keep space for them. And we see it as our responsibility to impart upon them so much of which we've learned and, quite frankly, so much that we never learned, right? We just don't want them to make mistakes, same mistakes in some instances. So that's who this podcast is about today. So I'm going to tell you a little story. So this morning um, is the dawn of a wonderful weekend for my family as we prepare to launch my second child into his uh, post um, high school academic career um, as he heads off to uh, an accredited university um, and he gets to live his dream, not only playing Division I football, but also um, working at the highest level in a great institution. And my heart is full, full of joy, um, full of excitement, full of love, full of all of the things, right? And um, so 
as I came into this weekend, I sort of said, you know, I'm going to do myself a favor. I've been talking to the podcast community about taking care of yourself and restoration and knowing when you need to make space and all that stuff. Well, this is a week where I didn't get to make a whole lot of space. I've been hosting family for the last seven days and it was a glorious visit, but it was a busy visit and intentionally so because I wanted to just love on them and spend time with them um, post-COVID, right? Many of us are having all of those experiences right now. And I didn't make the space. I didn't have the space to think about podcasting. Um, I didn't have the space to think about what I wanted to talk about. I didn't have the space to even get my head around um, doing the the logistics that go into creating this audio, y'all. I'm not tech mama, that's for sure. Um, I'm doing this completely um, on faith, knowing that if I'm asked to do something and be available, everything that I need is there for me to do it. And people are going to be blessed as a result. I believe that. And so here it is this morning. Um, I do the things, right? I'm getting the dog to the to the border. And I just said, you know, I'm going to stop at the coffee shop, one of my local coffee shops. And um, I go there and I'm in my head and I'm really like, okay, you know, cool. You've relieved yourself of podcast duties and, you know, you're just going to focus on uh, getting final prep done and, and getting on the road to, to bring a little guy to a uh, big guy to college. And I get out of the car and there is the most, um, I'm going to say motley because it was like one of those ducks that I won't say aired on pretty, but I won't say was ugly. It just looked unique and different. It sort of, you know, was full bodied and it had almost what would have been freckles in duck language, right? On its face, these white splotches. And it had this very red, distinct red kind of center space, I guess, around its beak. You know, I don't know, maybe nose. Do birds have, ducks have noses? I don't know. (laughs) So, so anyway, so it had these things. And so it caught my attention as I was Uh, taking my footsteps into the coffee shop. Um, And then I see about six little ducklings that um, are following it. So now you've got this very distinct big duck and you've got these, the six little ducklings and um, looks like varying sizes. Um, To me felt like varying ages. I don't even know if that's a thing y'all being for real. Um, And there was a, a van that was coming through Um, the parking lot and I wasn't sure if she was going to see them because they were literally literally walking across this one little area where you would go to exit the the coffee shop parking lot but if you were turning a certain way you might be blindsided you might not be able to see it so I literally run to my car instinctively blow the horn get her attention um, and then she rolls her window down and like the ducks and she sees the ducks right so we both get a chuckle about the ducks for a moment The ducks, y'all, the mama duck literally stands in the center of the pathway. Her baby ducks line up right behind her and they are seriously standing there like, y'all aren't going anywhere. You lady in the van aren't turning right here. You lady who I don't even know what you're doing, you're just going to sit here and watch. But we're about to sit here and just look out and enjoy the day. Um, And so, man, I... 
I was paused in my in my space. I got my camera. I took a picture. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see this post about the ducks, the picture of the ducks. Um, and I, I looked at this, and what immediately hit me was, um, wow, look at this mama duck. Look how even in what would have been um, a dangerous situation for her baby ducks, she not only commanded that space, but she protected them in that space. There was no harming her ducks. Um, and there was no moving around her ducks. She was going to protect them in that space, and we were going to take pause. Wow! Um, you know, there are a lot of analogies that I've thought of before around the role of a mama and a caregiver. Um, and it's usually lions, it's usually bears, it's usually these big, bulky things that are known to be strong and fierce, right? Um, but today I saw something so unique and so special. It wasn't the big bear. It wasn't the big lion. It was the mama duck. And the mama duck didn't look like the beautiful swan. She looked a little unique, a little odd. She wasn't really pretty, but she wasn't ugly either. She was special. And her baby ducks trusted her. They looked to her. And even in the midst of what would have been danger, her between what would have been danger and them, they were paying attention, y'all. They were learning. In all of the not-so-prettiness, in all of the potential disruption to what is the life that they've come to know, they were looking to her, y'all. And man, I went into that coffee shop and I couldn't help but fellowship with some of the ladies in the coffee shop who I think are super cool. Shout out to y'all. And I just, I said, wow, I got to do this podcast. And the podcast has to happen this morning in the midst of all the busyness. I need to stop, pause, and I need to do this podcast. And I need to speak to my mamas. Because what I'm seeing is not only am I going through the season of graduations, um, whether it's from kindergarten, I'm seeing a lot of that. Shout out to my kindergarten mom graduates. I'm seeing a lot of graduations from eighth grade. Shout out to my eighth grade mom graduates. I'm seeing high school graduations, I'm seeing college graduations, I'm seeing post-college graduations into um, doctorate and, and master's and otherwise. And the one theme that I see in all of it, whether it is the five-year-old or the 25-year-old, mamas are standing strong and they are proud because they know the danger that they sat between that duckling and what was around them. And they know that sometimes it wasn't pretty. It wasn't ugly. We did the best we could to make it look okay. But they were watching. 
So there are three things that are on my heart to share with us all as we think about this role of caring, okay, and nurturing. The first is take good care of yourself for them. Take good care of yourself for them, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We've been talking a lot about the responsibility that we have to take Sabbath. Sabbath doesn't have to be a Sunday or a Saturday or a Friday or a Wednesday or Monday. Sabbath is a day where you sit still and you be without noise, without impact, without influence. And if you can't get a full day, take time, okay? So take good care of yourself for them. The second point that I wanna bring up is establishing a foundation is the next phase of what we're doing, y'all. So when we take care of ourselves, then we're in the best position to establish a foundation, to teach them. And that's exactly what that mama duck was doing. She was making a point, I believe, and they were watching. You know, the things that I'm going to take it out of duck land and I'm going to put in human land, you want to teach those babies, those that you care for, how to test with wisdom and to pivot without apology. What do I mean by that? I don't want my children to ever be laden with fear. I want them to choose faith, but I want them to be wise and discerning. And that's where the word comes in. That's for me where Psalms becomes a tool that will take them far in their journey, right? Um, equipping them with devotionals and making sure that they know you need a ruler, some kind of ruler that gets all of that goodness in you and allows you to test, right? Not be fearful, to be faithful, to try new things, but to be discerning, get those babies to test with wisdom, but also get them bold and confident to pivot without apology. Seriously, there were friendships that will look beautiful in one season that will have no place in another. And it's okay to remain cordial and to main, remain kind and loving, but if it is not serving you, it's no longer for you. Pivot without apology. That same concept works when you take the great job that you loved, and then it turns out to be not so great for you anymore. You feel heavier walking in, than you ever thought you would, and you don't feel it's life springing, you feel it's life taking, pivot without apology from that. When you are in any environment that isn't life building and springing and building, pivot without apology. The last point, we, y'all, have to let them walk we have to let them run. We have to let them soar. So that means we can't do it for them. That means we have to resist the temptation to catch every fall that we see coming their way. 
That means that we are given the privilege to usher them, but we are not them. And so when it's time to let those ducklings go and show us that they were watching, we do so. This is proven not perfect. Chantrapal, it's so wonderful to be with you. I wish you a wonderful weekend. It's going to be an emotional one for me. But trust and know that I am praising and full of joy. And I pray the same thing for you and yours. Be blessed, y'all. Ooh.